everyone, welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. We'll be wrapping up round 17 and round 18 this week, just uh, just myself and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, funny old week of footy last week, big week ahead of us. Uh, you excited, mate? Yeah, very. Now that the buy rounds are behind us, you can actually focus on, uh, the, I guess, the most crucial part of the season, right? Yeah, the run home, huh? Yeah, love it. Yeah, you yourself had a decent old week uh, last week. No, still moving up? Yeah, moving up. Uh, not by much, but I think I held my own with only seven players. So I, I went up another 20 odd places. So yeah, firmly in the top 200 now. So pretty, pretty comfortable. Um, Gee whiz, the butterflies in the tummy must be kicking in. You, you must be getting nervous, surely. Oh yeah. I'm losing my <laughs> breath being up this high. It's, uh, it's not much oxygen up here. So well, I like the confidence, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm quietly confident of getting a top 50 finish, but geez, the next couple of trades are going to be crucial, right? It's a bold prediction. I love it. Sammy D clip this, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, look, let's wrap up round 17. Um, <laughs> the quicker the better. Look, if you can find yourself a fantasy relevant scoreline in, in this in this round, good on you, mate. You're doing better than I am. There, there's one or two, but uh, let's start with the uh, the Seagulls and Raiders. Raiders getting the chockies, a bit of an upset in that one. Uh, 30 to 16. How'd you see it? Yeah, pretty good game for the Raiders, actually. Uh, shame uh, Lockie can't be here to actually talk through it because they played quite well. It's the one um, time the Raiders win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the end, they they really relied on Josh Hodgson really going through the middle and made them a lot of good meters and, yeah, got him in a lot of good positions on the field. So um, he had a pretty good game and so did Sam Williams as well. Came away with two tries, went over untouched basically for one of them. The the Seagulls mm. the, the, the defense was quite, uh, yeah, quite shocking and they were only missing like turbo so turbo, i don't DCE, know yeah. oh, dc but like yeah. i don't know it was he's a fullback and you're half i guess you're not getting steered around the park much but uh yeah missing those two players was enough it, to it just proves that 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 is roughly what manly dished up for the first five or six rounds before turbo came back as well yeah. so they it, it just it's just further proof what turbo does for them yeah exactly um mm. i guess fantasy relevant players here there's not really a lot that did well surprisingly dylan walker i know josh josh will be happy he came away with a good score um price quite low and came away with a 65 won't be seeing that probably for the rest of the year with uh, dc and turbo back in the squad but uh pretty good from him ruben garrick as well had a pretty good game he, he's been on the up and he's yeah i didn't realize how far his price rises can't have come he's like 760k now I uh, scored a 52 as well, but uh, Jason Saab was the the disappointment for the Manly side and for most of his uh, 18% of uh, owners. He only he proved managed what, what we already knew, that he needs turbo. Yeah, basically. He needs turbo to go to that edge and give him yeah. good ball in good area to actually get those tries and get those meters. So, yeah. yep, funny old game for him, but uh, very unlucky. Yep, uh, 100%. Uh, now, for the Raiders... Um, the the one thing I want to talk about is with uh, with going forward pairing uh, pairing with Jackie White in here is it going to be Frawley or Sam Williams? Do you reckon? Do you reckon Williams two tries it enough? Because Frawley looked all right. Frawley did look good. He was quite solid, but I still think Sam Williams will be there as the the trusted kicking half uh, probably for the Raiders. He's very solid. He's always been their go to backup kind of half, and yeah, I expect him to be there probably doing half half the kicking with uh, Jack White, and so. Um, yeah, he'll be the trusted partner, but I won't see him scoring 76 week in, week out, that's for sure. Final question from a very unexciting game and a very low fantasy relevant game. Xavier Savage, surely he gets the job for the rest of the year? I think so at this point. I don't think CNK, I, if, even if he's back and fit, ready to go, he 
he won't well, he get like one of the big games. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the end of the season. They're probably not going to make the eight. And even if they do make the eight, I don't see them doing well in the finals. No. So not worth a risk, not worth bringing him back. Uh, Savage will probably have it unless Aiken comes back in. But uh, I mean, I mean, you're wishing that happens, but I don't see him probably <laughs> taking it from Savage. They would much rather give him probably a bit of experience at the back, I'd imagine. Yeah, Aiken's being out sort of ruins my uh, my fan club that I've got going. So far, it's I, just me. Lost... <laughs> I was gonna say but it's lost popularity but it had to have some to start so <laughs> i was gonna say we never gained any brother <laughs> exactly. um, rabbits and cows the next game rabbits uh running away with this one cows cows looked uh you know dangerously relevant there for the for the first <laughs> few minutes and then uh and then did typical cowboys things and got absolutely bent over a table um how did you see it mate yeah, pretty much the same way you saw it, unfortunately. Uh, for the cows, they they looked kind of okay, but they were just getting torn to pieces on the edges. Uh, Alex Johnston coming away with three tries and Tane Mill on the other edge going away with three tries as well. So, uh, yeah, really struggling to defend out wide, it looks like, for the cows, but through <laughs> yeah. the middle. Uh, rock solid with uh, Tamalolo making plenty of tackles and plenty of metres up the middle. Uh, he got came away with a 68 um Reynolds had a pretty good game as well had 63 to his name uh plenty of kick meters really from Reynolds and no demerits so he had a very just caught like sort of good yeah, half back no, no game real, no real attacking sort of stats either to, to yeah, really, really. Speak of. He, had, he had a no he didn't even have a line break assist he kind of had he just had 15 tackles no misses and a and a bulk load of sort of kick meters yeah, really good base stats. So tons of yeah. kick meters, tons of uh, yeah tackles Hell's for a half a anyway. million goals though. Yeah, exactly. Seven <laughs> goals, fourteen yeah, points is uh, very handy. But um, that's kind of what you want from a half. Really good base yeah. stats like that, and then those extra try assists and line break assists and stuff to wrap up your uh, your score. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That all you got to think about from from that game. Is there anything else? Everything uh, else I guess. Yeah, pretty straightforward. I guess Drinkwater yeah. was pretty disappointing. We've been talking him up a little bit. He only came away with 28 points. Uh, not really like he had a lot of demerits or anything, just wasn't really in the game much uh, and yeah. didn't really offer much in attack. Um, yeah, only 28 for him. So he's probably a sell if you're still holding on to him. Um, but yeah, there's really not many options here. I guess Tamalolo was the big option if you brought him in as a as an extra player oh he's a pretty good pod now um for the run home as well he's still quite cheap at 620k scored a 68 last round but i mean still a bit of a risk having him for the rest of the season but looks like he's going to be scoring around that 60 60 points a, a game anyway if he gets that he, he'll, he'll be a nice addition but uh it's oh, absolutely you can say consistent yeah. um uh, dogs and Chooks. Uh, controversial ending with Sammy Walker running an absolute marathon to finish the game. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I, everyone's really like, oh, it's unsportsmanlike, and uh, why would he be doing that? What's the like? Uh, all the criticism of him, he's still young. This is still his first season in the game. Like, I understand the whole, uh, you know, sportsmanlike conduct and whatever, but if that's going to win you the game and you don't want to risk it, then that's going to win you the game. Like, it's simple as that. He saw an opportunity to win the game, and he took it. Um, yeah. Like, it's, I, a, it's a professional sporting sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you won yeah. the game. You took, you took any doubt out of it. Like Exactly. And I think he only had Lachlan Lewis chasing him halfway down the pitch, yeah. and none of the other Bulldogs players thought about that no. happening. I mean, no one yeah. watching probably thought that that was going to happen, 100%. but in the end, it won him the game, and that was enough. 100%. Um, what about these uh, What about these fantasy scores, mate? Do you see any anything super exciting? 
Uh, I guess Lee, uh, sorry, uh, Luke Thompson had a good score of 59. He's been pretty uh, underwhelming for the last couple of weeks, but that's pretty good to see. No demerits to his name. Uh, 40 odd tackles, 100 odd meters, and a couple of tackle busts, which is good. Good base stats there. Uh, Josh Jackson as well played at lock and got 66 points. He made 56 odd tackles, 100 meters as well. Very solid from him. He's moved to an edge this week, so that'll be interesting. Um, but uh, I don't think there's really any other options here. I mean, if Lewis holds a spot, he might do okay. But with two tries, two tries a week, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> two tries for 55 points. That's he's, it, you take away those tries and it's sub 40. So Same probably not man. someone. Yeah, exactly. Probably not someone to look at there. Sam Walker had a decent score this week, but he's been very up and down, and I can't believe he's still in 24% of teams. So, um, yeah, he's obviously another sell as well. Uh, but, yeah, Lockie Lamb. Um, yeah, not good. 10 points no. and not many minutes. Thought he'd be the preferred choice given he started the season with uh, with Luke Keary and uh, yeah. can barely get on the field now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, right? You lose half your team, half your spine, and you're still... Can't still keep got, the yeah. play that started the season there. Yeah, that's uh, a, <laughs> anyway. a funny one. Yeah, but you're yeah, going down the rest of this team. Like, Warrior Hargraves keep getting, keeps getting big minutes. It's weird to see. And he'll get even bigger minutes this week. Um, yeah. Takiyaho out. He could be... Uh, I, I, I said say, this a couple of weeks ago. I was going to say, you and Moon have had a bit of back and forth on this. And I, and look, all I'm saying is that he's, he keeps proving that he's going to put up scores. Yeah, he. some games he's big and some games he's not. That's the problem. So when he's overwhelmed through the middle, you tend to see him not get the big scores. But when he is, you know, on through the middle for his team, he's on. So it's very up and down, very risky. I probably wouldn't risk it at this point in the season, though. Good pod, though, if you if you really want to risk it. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, final game of the round, uh, Sharkies and Warriors again, just another slog of a game to get through. And boy, how did, did you have to get through it? Um, uh, how, how did you see the how did you see it, mate? I, I actually thought this game would be quite good, but yeah, it turned out to be quite just a an average, very Penalties average sort of and game. errors, yeah. and it was just yuck. Stop yeah, start, really yeah, yeah. And the scores kind of reflected that. No one really got yeah. any outstandingly good scores, a lot of uh, 50s, 60s, which is kind of the norm. Uh, these days, gone are the days where you get one or two players over 50. Now, most good players that play 80 minutes are going to be scoring that. So, yeah, nothing outstanding. But uh, Wade Egan had a pretty good showing, and we talked him up uh, last week. He was the a good option to bring in uh, for the buy round, and he scored 62 from an 80-minute performance, nearly 60 tackles as well. So uh, quite good from him and very good numbers to be posting as a season-long hold uh, as well if he keeps getting those minutes and those tackles. Yep, uh, Sean agreed. O'Sullivan as well. He scored quite well in the halves. Um, I don't see him. I just don't want to go back to Sean O'Sullivan, right? Like no, I, I picked him up mid-season. With, with Townsend yeah. named on the extended bench as well, there's mail yeah. that he he may, but he, he's going to need a pain-killing injection to get through. So I doubt he comes back this week. But if you've got O'Sullivan, he's probably got another week in him max. So. Yeah, exactly. So he's okay for the 1% of teams or whatever that have him, but yeah, yeah. no, he's a no-go definitely for the next couple of weeks. Um, Reese Walsh as well posted pretty good numbers, good attacking stats, 59 for him. Uh, and a lot of a lot more kick meters from Reese Walsh this week, which is really good to see from fullback. Um, yeah, if he keeps that up, he'll be scoring quite well. And I could see a case where you hold him for the rest of the season and not need to upgrade him. So that's uh, good, good for him. Yeah, the other thing as well is that he's taken over the goal kicking duties as well, yes. like full time it seems. So that's uh, that's a nice little sort of handy points boost too. 
Yeah, it was Harris DeVita, wasn't it? He was kicking before. Yeah, Harris DeVita and Townsend can kick. Townsend kicked him last week against the Dragons. Yeah. And so, I don't, I don't know, maybe Walsh did Possibly. well enough to... Because he, he kicked two from two, so I don't know, maybe yeah. he's done enough to keep the kicking duties. Maybe. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Townsend comes back, just being that experienced player. But um, one to wait and see. I wouldn't say that's a reason not to pick him up uh, or drop him if you have Reese Walsh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it's... it. I mean, Johnson had a good game. Uh, everyone kind of just had an okay game. Nothing yeah. outstanding. AFB as well, 52. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, his scores crazy. are slowly climbing just quietly. He's getting consistently around that mark now. He's gone to he's gone a few weeks in a row now where he's where he's gotten you know sort of decent sort of scores. Yeah, still still um, getting as long as he gets around that fifty five minute mark. Generally, if he gets over that, he scores quite well. Um, but he's still a bit of a risk, I reckon. I'd give him one more week, maybe, see how he goes. He, Unless he scores like a 90, he's not going to go above 600K. So still could give him another week. If he scores a 50, 60-odd, he could be a really good point of difference to bring in at only 4% ownership. That's fair. I was just looking at the stats for this game. 16 penalties and 21 errors. No wonder it felt like such a slog. Yeah, oh, it was a rough one. <laughs> Yucky. Um, all right, that's round 17 in the book. So let's get into round 18, mate. Again, these are all... Pre, obviously, there's going to be changes late mail with Origin and all that sort of stuff, but let's just do our best. Let's talk as though everyone's going to be playing. Um, first cap off the rank, we've got Titans and Eels. Uh, Titans, uh, Holbrook's named the same team, basically, that played in uh, in, in Canberra. Uh, again, it'll be pending Fodawaker, uh, Tino, AJ Brimson. Um, so, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but for Fida, because his suspension is technically being served through Origin, he'll be he'll be available to play. Love that. Uh, the Eels, huge ins. Reed Marnie is back, so that's massive. Um, Papali'i uh, should be right to go. The mail is that he will play, and then again, it's pending uh, Paulo and Moses's fitness. Mate, what do you what do you reckon about this game? Yeah, so I th- I think well I hope Parramatta get the get the pickies here. They look like they'll be a good team uh, going through to the end of the season just with Moni back and their whole squad basically there. I know they don't have Blake Ferguson, but um, I, d- I don't know why he's being dropped and why he's being kept out of the squad. But obviously Hayes Dunster's doing well enough to keep him out. Uh, we were he talking about this wrong, right? Uh, he he did have a couple of errors uh, through the middle of the season. Like a lot of the a lot of those cutout balls going to him when he had a lot of space to move into and possibly score a try, he was just knocking them on. So I can see a reason why he's been dropped uh, for the for the younger Hayes. Oh no no sorry, up. I meant I meant Hayes. I meant Hayes. I meant Hayes is doing oh, all sorry. the right things to keep his spot. So like exactly, he's Fergo's going to struggle. Around. Yeah, Fergo's going to struggle. I reckon. Yeah, he's got the experience, but he hasn't been his um, devastating self. You know, those runs from uh, the end of kicks from the opposite team, coming back, making plenty of meters. He's yeah, he hasn't been as consistent. I think for Brad Arthur, so they've gone for Hayes Dunster. Yeah. Um, in this team though, uh, Papali is probably the big one this week. He has no Origin duties, no nothing. He's been getting close to eighty minutes a game, scoring. Huge points every week. I think he's off the back of a 70-odd, uh, 78, I think it was, uh, the last game he played So uh, before the buy round. So he's uh, looking yep. very good and... Oh, sorry, 98 against uh, the Panthers. He's looking very good and definitely one of the more reliable captaincy options this week, uh, not having the usual Nathan Cleary about. Um, yeah, he's he's been absolutely devastating for Parramatta. He's been so good. So, yeah, definite just, uh, just option. And if you don't... yeah. Could you imagine if we said last year, round 18, Isaiah Papali'i, 
absolute lock for captaincy option as a, as a genuine captaincy. Yeah. Option. Could you imagine what 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 would you know if we the had this conversation? Yeah, it'd be just ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. didn't think, like, he was looking like one of those players that was, you know, on the, like, he was touted to be a very good uh, edge at the Warriors and play 80 minutes every game, you know, be really um, attacking on those edges, but he didn't really, yeah. that didn't really happen, yeah, mm-hmm. and then then I was expecting him to drop off the face of the earth, basically, not get a run anywhere, and comes to Parramatta, oh, plays Lane off the bench, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, takes that spot from Sean Lane, and even pushed Maddo a bit, um, and they're they're to the point where they're subbing Matto rather than Papali'i just because yep. he's that impactful on the field. So uh, Papali'i looks like an absolute lock for the rest of the season. Um, he's got Brad Arthur's tick of approval and he is going to be playing big minutes, especially when they're fighting for a top four finish power. Yep, yep, yep. Uh... Also, I didn't touch on it just before, but Mahoney, he's a very interesting pot option, um, but no bench hookers on the bench for Parramatta, but... Lussick and Smith have been named in the reserves, so one to keep an eye on, but I would imagine coming back from injury his first week, most likely one of them sneaks onto the interchange and probably takes minutes off him this week, but keep an eye on him because he's going to be a genuine pod to have the run home as well. Yep. Uh, for the Titans, um, I'm a little concerned about one thing in particular. Uh, if Tino plays, that is, Tyrone Peachy, what uh, what his role is going to be. Um, so that, that'll be interesting for mine. Uh, whether or not we see him in his normal rotation or, or what's going to happen there. But given that his last game against the Raiders, he got on for very, very few minutes and only scored four. So that'll be a bit concerning. Uh, Day for Feed is fresh, which I like. Should be damaging, should do bits. Uh, Fodawaker, again, assuming he pulls up through Origin, I, I like. And uh, is Corey Thompson, is this his first week back or did he play last week as well? This is Corey Thompson's first week back, I yeah. believe. So very, yeah, so he, very. He was putting up some, yeah. He was pu- putting up some nice scores before he left there as well. So, Potty... oh wait, he did play against the Raiders. Sorry. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah Potty ish, but I'm not. I'm not sold. Uh, and then obviously, you know, depending Brimo pulling up from Origin as well will be interesting. Um, but those are kind of those. That's that's kind of the storyline from the Titans, I think. Unless you have anything else you want to add. No, right there. I'm I'm kind of uh, a bit skittish on Peachy. He was my go-to option this week, and I was planning on bring bring him in. Um, if it wasn't for last week and my trade situation, I was going to bring yeah. him in this week. So I'm a bit a uh, bit worried about bringing him in now. The fact that they held him off um, the field and didn't bring him on to the last 25 minutes. So a bit worrying there. If you're holding him, um, yeah, definitely. And the game was done at that stage as well. So it's not exactly. like he was, it's not like they said, yep, we absolutely need him to get us over the line. It was, oh, game's done. On you go. Yeah, have, I have no idea what the go was there. Like, uh, there was no reason to hold him back. I, I don't know what Holbrook was thinking, but yeah, he just didn't let him go. But uh, yeah, definitely worrying signs if you've got him. Yeah, weird. Um, cool, let's move on to uh, Seagulls and Dragons. Now, again, this one, Given that it's only on the two-day backup, it's going to be huge question marks around the likes of uh, a Turbo and DCE. Both are named, but uh, given that they had the Friday night game after Origin, last Origin, and uh, Turbo didn't back up, but DCE did, it'll be interesting to see. Um, oh, sorry, that might have been Origin 1 that that happened, but uh, yeah. yeah, either way, yeah, that would have been Origin 1. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm, I'm, Turbo, I, I doubt he plays, right? Yeah, I'm... I'm pretty sure he'll probably not play, but if you're Des Hasler and you saw how they went um, last week against the Raiders, you'd be a bit worried, right? You don't have Turbo, you don't have DCE, and they're still losing the, that game. The Dragons are in a bit of turmoil given their uh, barbecuing situation. Absolutely, but if you, you can probably if, risk it. 
Yeah, but if you're Hasler and you, you've you've obviously gone through the first five weeks of the season without um, Turbo and then that happens again and you're like, oh, you don't want this setting back in, you probably want them to back up as much as they can, yeah. right? Yeah, you wouldn't no. want them to fall back into that slump and then Turbo comes back in and they're still in that slump. That's a, that's a huge risk. So uh, if you're Hasler and you're worried, I think you make Turbo play, even if he's, you know, 70, 80%, you just take, give him a bit of a rest, probably don't play him the whole game. And that's why I don't think he's a captaincy option, just because of the risk of him not playing, plus the risk of him getting dragged, even if he does play. But and also the think... boys need him. The boys need him for fantasy. <laughs> Get him in, Desi. <laughs> but I think, yeah, the, you've got a point there. The Dragons team is very understaffed, really. Yeah, uh, given, they... given those, uh, the suspensions and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't see... I don't see DCE or Turbo probably playing, but there's definitely reasons why they could. Yeah. Um, the only other one of note for the uh, uh, for the Seagulls, Turbo, uh, Gerbo, uh, still out. Um, yeah, I think that's fine, though. We weren't actually thinking yeah. about him, right? <laughs> we okay, Moon's not here. We can <laughs> yeah, say that. We, yeah. we weren't. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Schuster has been named to return for his first game since round 11. So, Carl Lawton back to the bench. So, that's big. Is He he was a sell for us a little while ago, though. So Yeah, 16% of teams held on to him, though. That's that's the crazy thing. I think he's been gone for way too long now. But um, yeah, if you've got he's him, only getting good job. 40 to 55 kind of thing. So, it's not like he was a, a, a must-hold or anything like that. So it's yeah, unless he's going to... Unless he's going to post, you know, 55, 60 points this week and continue doing that for the rest of the season, he's going to be a sell anyway in a week or two. So I'm um, sure you might have him play this one round, but yeah, he's probably going to be a sell uh, next week, depending on his score. Yeah. All right. Now for the Dragons team, I, I got I got to earn my keep here. So there's, there's a lot to get through. Dufty, Fumano and Kate Ellis. So they've got their one match suspensions because obviously they're, they're, the suspensions for the team's being staggered. Uh, so Tyrell Sloan goes to fullback, Jack DeVillain ships to prop, Jackson Jackson Ford goes into lock. Now, Ben Hunt, Tarek Sims, both obviously playing Origin, but there's a big chance that those guys play, uh, given that they're in the forwards rotation. So um, who knows whether they play or not. Uh, and then the uh, other one of note as well is uh, uh, Jermaine Tanoa Brown has joined the club uh, after being released from the Warriors. Um, and he's been oh, no, he's on a loan, I'm pretty sure. He's yeah, yeah. Loan. Sorry, no, you're spot on. Yeah, Jermaine Tanoa yeah. Brown, he's on a loan. It's like a three or four week loan or something like that while yeah. they're uh, getting through this period, which is weird to me. We're suspending you, but we're also going to give you players and we're also going to stagger the suspension so you're not that <laughs> impeded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, sure. Anyway, and then uh, Puasa Pharmacilli is onto the bench as well. So thank you for bearing with me, Daniel. Have at it, mate. How do you see the game playing out? Uh, yeah, I assume Manly are going to win by 40 plus. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good. Pretty safe yeah. tip there. Um, gamble responsibly, though, if you yeah. going on that. Um, yeah, look, I, I think we're kind of touting Ben Hunt to be the the go-to for the run home. Is that are you? Is that your thinking as well? I, I would have thought so, yeah. I'm but feeling he's, he's like not he's not ish enough now, which is worrying. Yes, so he was my I picked him up uh, for the round for State of Origin round two, um, that uh, mid kind of season pick up there. He looks like he's going to be averaging quite high for the rest of the season. He's doing a lot of work, and with all these players out, he's going to be doing a lot to carry this team. Um, been getting a lot more of the kicking responsibilities in the last couple of weeks as well. Norman hasn't been hitting, you know, 200, 250, 300 kick meters. It's mainly been going to Ben Hunt. So he's getting a lot more kick meters, doing a lot more of the attacking work. And he looks 
bloody good as well when he's running the ball. So he's actually creating quite a spark for the for the Dragons, and I'm sure he's been told to do that more. So he is probably the best run at hooker for the run home. I think he's been probably the best performing hooker over the last... I mean, if you take into account his last six scores, he's had one that's been 31, but outside of that, they're all above 70. So he's probably been the best performing hooker uh, recently. So he's, yeah, he's one to look at if you don't already have him and probably a buy. Um, best pod out there at the moment, under 10% owned as well. Yep. Um, yeah, I love that. I think I think we sort of touched on a lot of the the manly sort of chat, the fantasy relevant guys early anyway. The only one will be if Turbo doesn't play, Garrick will obviously play fullback, so that probably gets him gets him maybe a high score, gets his hands on the ball a little more, um, but it also could compromise him because he won't have that many goals to kick. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's probably it, right, for this game. Pretty much it. I think Bird, there's a there's a question mark around Bird as well. He's going to have to serve a one-game suspension in the next couple of weeks. Uh, there are some other centers out there that are looking quite good. I can see a reason to sell him, but he's been quite consistent, so he's probably a hold at the moment. But if you need a bit of a boost of points, he might be a sell um, to maybe upgrade him to a, a Burton, which is a little sideways, or maybe a Stags or someone like that. So there is a, a reason to sell him, but he's been quite consistent, so I don't see why you should. Yeah, bit of a question mark, but yeah. No, that's no, it's a good point. That's a good point you bring up. Actually, yeah. I, again, the, the suspension is going to be weird because I don't think they've announced who's serving what suspensions when, right? Yeah, no, that's just uh, that's the decision for the coach to make. So yeah. uh, that'll be made over the next couple of weeks, and I'll just sort through that. Yeah, sick beauty. <laughs> don't think of the fantasy owners hook. Come on. Oh, Come look, on. half of the half of the dragons team, they're not really fantasy relevant at the moment. I was looking at Jack DeBellin actually as a decent pod for the run home, but. I won't go near him for the next two or three weeks until he serves his suspension just because their team's going to be shuffled around a lot and who knows what's going to happen. He might get big minutes. He might not. So, Well, him playing at, him playing at prop this week's a funny one as well. So given that yeah, uh, Paul Vaughan's now out of the, out of the team. Yeah. So Hopefully who knows what that's going to look like. Well, Please. I mean, if, if Vaughan's gone for the year, it could be. I just assumed that would move Josh Maguire there. I don't see why he's gone there. But they obviously Yay. think Jackson Ford's quite good, so they want to give him as much time as possible. And JDB, even if he plays in the front row, he's still playing in the middle of the park, so yeah. uh, pretty safe to put him there. He's a big body, so that's fair. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, okay, uh, moving on to Raiders versus Sharks. Um, again, we, we've got a, we've got a few pending... Uh, origin availability, but given that it's a you know a decent little gap here, you'd expect probably Whiten and Papali to back up for the Raiders. Uh, Whitehead is out. Um, he got a yucky old cut on his on yeah. his face. I don't know if you saw that, but that was pretty. Yeah. And he also got a little shoulder injury as well. Uh, okay, dumb question I asked earlier has been answered. Frawley out. <laughs> Sam Williams keeps <laughs> his spot. Beauty. Yeah. Um, so assuming uh, assuming Jack Whiten gets to Origin, that'll be the that'll be the halves pairing uh, Williams and Whiten. Um, Denarmus Louis out for a couple of weeks. Um, uh, for the Sharkies, um, same 17 that played last week against the Warriors. Um, unfortunately, our boy, Matty Moylan, still out. Out with a calf injury. So, Braden Trindle gets to keep his spot alongside SJ, which means SJ should go massive again. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much all it is for exciting team news, mate. What do you What do you think? Yeah, it's not really a lot to, to pick apart from these two teams. I tried my uh, best. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
there there are players backing up. They should be backing up. I don't see this game three. I don't know if it's going to be a quite a big game. There hasn't been much hype for it. I know the whole New South Wales shutout or whatever is meant to be like a big thing, but it hasn't felt like the same build up to like an Origin series. As Weird, right? Yeah, it's been quite agreed. Quiet. It's, yeah, it's been really subdued. Yeah. Uh, Just because Queensland sucks. So. <laughs> I also think the the Dragons uh, thing, and there's a lot of other news, obviously, with COVID. There has been a fair... A the, yeah, the COVID, Curtis Scott getting his bloody fine, Dragons Everything. guys getting suspended and all that sort of stuff. It's just, yeah. it's just non-stop in the World Rugby League, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Everyone moving to Queensland as well for the next yeah. three to four weeks. Pretty big. Yeah. Um, that'll be actually interesting to see how that affects the teams over the last... Uh, I like, was... The next couple of rounds yeah. as well. Yeah. I was could thinking be, that interesting times. It, it really could be, you know, uh, we're, we're kind of on a bit of a bit of a knife's edge at the moment. Things are, they look like they're going to be okay, but boy, howdy, situations can change quick in the current climate, huh? Yeah, exactly. Who knows if we'll even have an NRL next week, depending on the numbers coming out of Sydney. But uh, less said about COVID, probably the better. Um, yeah, I love how we've talked about everything bar the game so far since yeah. I've named the team. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do everything we can to avoid this matchup. Oh yeah, look, I. I do your best, really... man. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm I'm looking at him trying. <laughs> That's basically it. Actually, Ramian has been surprisingly good as well. He had a good score through the through the buy round as well, coming away with a 38, which isn't too bad for a centre. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting him to go higher because he's been averaging around the 45 to 50 mark most of the season, and then the one round we actually need him to score well, he he does quite average. But I think he's <laughs> not a bad option to have for the run home. He's probably on par with Bird, um, who we were talking yeah, about just before. I, agree. I think he's probably, probably got his nose in front, given the pending suspension for Bird. But that being said, Ramian's yes. probably got a pending suspension coming, just knowing how <laughs> Ramian is. Yeah, that's fair to say as well. Yeah, yeah. He, he does um, get quite a few tackle busts. Like every game, he's had a tackle bust that he's played in this season. So um, he's, yeah, he's quite a good that's center to have. Tough. Yeah, it's very good. So he, and even the game where he got uh, injured and only played 27 minutes, still had a tackle bust. So he's, yeah, he's quite a good center to have. And if you have him, he's probably a hold for the rest of the season. Um, same as we're talking about for Bird as well. Uh, Sean Johnson as well. He's been quite good. 54 through the buy round and still on the up, still making cash. Uh, even if you if you don't see him as a long-term hold, he's still making cash. So if you think when you want to offload him to someone, maybe if you want to go a Hughes or you want to go back to a Cleary later, when he comes back in, if you've already traded him out, he is a good option to upgrade because I don't see him being on like the the elite kind of level halves, like your Jerome Hughes or your Nathan Cleary's or, you know, DCE's kind of thing. But uh, if yep. you want to upgrade someone in the next couple of, to someone in the next couple of weeks, Sean Johnson's probably your option to get rid of. Uh, but if you've got him, there's nothing wrong with having him. He'll score 55 to 60 every week and get you good points. So uh, very good option to have in the halves, uh, Sean Johnson. Outside yep. of that, we were touting Wilton to do well. He actually did quite... Uh, Quite bad. Still played 80, which we predicted, <laughs> and we thought he was going to go well if he played 80, but he only managed 37 points. So I'm staying away from that tip because I was I was not a fan of it. <laughs> were, I was I was yeah. trying to decide between you know Tamalolo or Wilton, and I just decided to save the trade instead. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I reckon that's probably a wise decision given that yeah. Lolo's ro- Lolo's a roller coaster. I mean, he's a very sexy roller coaster, but a roller coaster nonetheless. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, Teague Wilton. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yuck. Defecated in the proverbial bed. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, <laughs> terrible, terrible call. But uh, yeah, happy. Hey, that that's all right, mate. The trigger. Hey, shoot is shoot. It is what it is. Uh, in, in the Raiders team, do you want me to talk through the Raiders as well? As well, or do you have some chat on them? Mate, if you want, if you want to do that to yourself, feel free. Yeah, the, no, the I'll only, let you have a go. Only, I'll let you. The only go. one I want. 
yeah, like the only one I want to talk about is Papali. I I like him to be honest. I think uh, he's lost all he's going to lose. He's down seventy five k. Um, I think that's round on round. He's down seventy five k. Um, but uh, yeah, he's. I don't know. He 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 looks damaging to me. Be, given that he's now played, you know, a couple of Origins and that sort of stuff, he's got a couple of games back under his belt after that. You know, that that stint he had on the sideline. I I really like him as a, as a little pod there. Um. Otherwise, uh, that's kind of it for for all I want to talk about. I mean, you, you shouldn't really be going for for cheapies now. I I wouldn't have thought unless you've got a the option to downgrade and 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 go up if you've got that sort of pathway available to you. Xavier Savage probably isn't too bad of a cheapie if you want to if you've got someone you can, if you've got the trades and you want to go down and and splurge on someone. Xavier Savage probably isn't a bad shout. Um, He's a very good cash out option. I'll yeah, yeah. He could yeah, have that position that, for the rest of the year. Yeah. So for mine, yeah. Assuming assuming you've got the trades available to you, you got a couple of trades and you got you know you don't quite have the cash to get there, but you got the trades available. You can probably cash someone out to Xavier Savage, and that's probably a decent sort of shout. Um, but that's kind of it for mine. I probably I'm probably not touching anyone else. Jack Whiten's horrendously out of form. Maybe he plays himself back into form uh, in Origin, but that'd be a watch oh, for me. That's um, huge because he's yeah. been he he's like been the first yuck. two games he was yeah pretty bad for New South Wales even if even though they won. But yeah, he did yeah. not before, which is why I was surprised he got selected anyway. Like. It would yeah. have made more sense just to go straight swap to Cody Walker and Adam Walker, Reynolds, I think. Yeah, Walker yeah. Reynolds would have made more sense for mine, but uh, I don't know, for exposure's sake, I guess. Jack White's awesome. on a terrible shout, but uh, yeah, I don't know. For mine, that, otherwise, I'm, I'm sticking clear of pretty much everyone else. Harry Wernar, if you didn't get him earlier, don't get him. Hudson Young's only back for a week. Uh, Emre Gula plays no minutes, and Hodgson, the less said about him, the better. Um, <laughs> Starling did get a lot more minutes, though, this game. Got to try, uh, too. Yeah, exactly. So that's it's pretty good, good. but... Outside of that, yeah, no one I'd go near for this Raiders team. Tommy Starling's got to be the heartbreaker of the year. Him or Harry Grant would have to be the heartbreaker of the year. The boys thought, uh, well, we all thought that he was, he was, him and Harry Grant were going to be the ones this year, and then they yep. just never got the minutes. So yeah, uh, and Starling's lost all the cash he made as well from last year. Like he was up around the, yeah. I think he started at nearly seven hundred k this year because seven hundred k roughly like in that bracket. The, yeah, so yeah. he's lost all of that. Basically now he's down to 335k, so yeah, unlucky for him. But uh, I mean, he's getting a few more minutes. He got managed 55 minutes this round, but um, I'm going to steer clear of the Raiders. I think for the rest of the season, just I, I think too so much, too, mate. Yeah, too much risk. Speaking of teams to stick clear of, we've got the cows and the roosters. Um, Here we go. Well, just just the cows. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm look honestly, I love them, but gee whiz, we've we've been horrendous this last month. Um, this phrase just feels weird to say, but Origin reps Francis Molo and Miso Tabuai Fido, obviously Belhams as well, but Molo and the Hammer, they're, they're Origin reps, so is Cohen S. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, we'll, we'll have three days to recover, but they've all been named. Uh, Dejan Arce drops out of the side after one week. Um, Vahomes has returned. Jarba Bowen drops to the reserves. Cohen Hess moves to the bench. Yeah, Cohen Hess is on the bench for the Cows, but is in the Queensland squad. You, you do the maths. Uh... Hylam Lukey is out suspended. Peter Holler comes onto the bench. Um, here's some interesting news, though. Not for this week, but for the next week. Cotter and Hampton back uh, back in round 19. So that's massive if you're a Cowboys fan. Uh, for the Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> Not for anyone else. Yeah. Uh, for the Roosters, no injuries to report uh, after the Dogs game. Uh, we'll see if Tedesco um, and Crichton back up uh, from Origin. Uh 
Billy Smith probably going to drop out of the side, assuming Tedesco plays. Marnie goes back to the centers. Uh, Leo goes back to the front row. Takiaho out of the side. Weird. Uh, Fletcher Baker out of isolation, uh, back onto the bench. Uh, mate, few changes there. What do you think? A few potential changes as well. What do you think? Yeah, see, a few weeks ago, I would have been like, yeah, cows are on for a for a big win here, but they've been really struggling even with all their players for the last couple of rounds. So the Roosters uh, held their own against the Dogs, which is weird to say as well. Uh, yeah, who same, knows, right. actually, what's going to happen this game? Um, all the injuries of the Roosters have really started to take their toll, and they're really struggling recently. And for the Cowboys, they're just struggling. I don't know why. Um just in general this season. So really this game game could go either way. I'd probably predict Roosters maybe by six. Probably won't be a blowout like it has been in the last couple of weeks for um for teams. I'd expect I'm hoping Verrills goes better. I picked him up as a cash out option for the buy yeah. round. And I'm expecting him to hopefully do better. He's getting the minutes. He's just not getting the points. I think that's going to come with a bit of a, a bit of form for him and the Roosters. So hopefully they can hit their straps a bit and um, he can pick up his scores, which I'm sure a lot of people are thinking for Verrills. He is in nearly 10% of teams. I was going to say, I think, I think a lot of people were pretty bullish on him, mate. So Yeah, yeah. He seemed like a really good option to go. Quite cheap, going to be playing. And that was good enough for a lot of people. Um, and in a good side. Paid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But he's been getting around 60 minutes and only scoring around the 30 mark. So he's been pretty, pretty average. So hoping mm. he picks that up. Uh, still a decent cash out option, though, at 300k as well, considering he's a hooker and he plays for the Roosters and he's probably going to be playing for the rest of the season there as well. Outside of that, the Roosters players that you kind of need to have, uh, there's only really one of, uh, two of them, which is Tedesco and Crichton. They're the two must-haves from this team, both averaging quite high, both scoring. Their scoring potential is through the roof, could hit 100 on their day, really. So, uh, yeah, they're going to be must-haves for the run home. A uh, bit skittish on picking them up if you don't have them this week, just with the origin looming, but definitely have them from next week onwards. Yep, fair. Uh, look, I, I don't want to touch on the cows. We we I, I'm going to, but I, I desperately don't want to. Um, it's what, a, the it's only a, option. It's a, it's a very, yeah. I was going to say it's a very short list. Val's not a terrible option at winger fullback if you need a pod. I I probably wouldn't though. He's been playing like doo doo lately. Um, Drinkwater again fell off a cliff a little bit last week. Again, he was probably a decent little winger fullback pod option, but uh, I don't know. Again, I, I'm just so skittish on these cows. It's uh, yeah, it's not pretty. Ch- Tamalolo is probably the only one because even he's probably the only one that can even go big in a in a in a terrible terrible game, which the Cowboys are very very good for lately. Um, so yeah, Tamalolo is probably the only one for mine. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think you're right there. JT is probably the only one I'll even look at from this yeah. um from this squad, and that's got its own risk in picking up him considering the season he's had. But yeah, I think at this point, Holmes and Drinkwater, we've been touting them as decent pods to have throughout the season, making a little bit of cash here and there. Holmes has been quite good as well, but recent weeks he's been, um, all his scores have been just falling off a cliff. So Drinkwater and Holmes, probably good uh, sells if you have them this week and looking to upgrade them to, uh, I don't know, a Teddy or a KP or someone like that that's going to be... Yeah, I think that's got to be the pathway, um, to be honest. I think that has to be the pathway at this point. Um. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Not a lot to to touch on from from either of those teams, really. Um. Yeah, happy with that. Yeah. Uh. Let's get into Storm and Knights here again. A few uh few interesting ones here to to talk about. Papi named on the uh, I think he's named on the extended bench or something, but he won't play this week. Uh, Harry Grant. No, he wasn't. Out. 
wasn't named, but I think the news was out of the storm that he's very close to a return. They were expecting this week, but yeah, not quite. Yeah, Yeah, there was a lot of mail through our good friend NRL physio as well as to whether or not it would be this week or maybe next week, but he shouldn't be too far away. Um, Harry Grant also still a little while away. Uh, Nico Hines obviously keeps the number one jersey, assuming he gets through Origin. I don't think he'll play Origin because he's on the extended squad, so he'd only play if there was injuries and whatnot. So Nico Hines should be sweet to take his place. But again, I don't want to say things are for certain. Um, but yes, should uh, should Nico Hines should uh, be all sweet to to take his spot. Um, again, we've got Munster, Adokar, Fanukin, Kafusi, and Welsh all uh, all playing in Origin as well. So they'll be wait and sees. Again, you'd assume they'd play because it's a Pretty big turnaround. Uh, Kamikamethan named on the interchange uh, with Welsh to start, but again, that'll probably swap. I, I, again, a lot, lot of balls in the air and, and uh, a lot of things pending. Uh, for the Storm, uh, for the Knights, uh, Frizzell's back, so that's big. Um, uh, Daniel Saifidi, uh, looks like looks like he'll play. He's out from Origin, but looks like he'll play this week. Um, Mitch Barnett goes back to lock. Sawasa Su's out of the squad. Uh, again, it'll be interesting to see if KP plays again, getting through Origin and that sort of stuff as well. Um, so yeah, a few wait and sees in this game, mate. Uh, but it's also some some big ins in uh, in uh, Tyson Frizzell and uh, Saifidi. What do you think? Yeah, I kind of want to talk to this Knights team just because there's so many um, potential options, but also a lot of risk associated with it as well. Yeah, do you think? Um, KP back in the team um, is pretty good. He scored 68 last round. He played, scored two tries in that game as well, but uh, looks very da- uh, dangerous and quite damaging of a player as well on the end of a couple of those passes from Mitch Pearson, uh, kicks from Clifford. So he could um, see a good uh, good scores for the rest of the season as well. Shame that he didn't kick, though, in that game. I think Clifford just, still Just bear in Clifford. mind, it was against the Cowboys, so take it with yeah. a grain of salt. <laughs> we Jeez, are that, that not a good team. <laughs> That must hurt to say. <laughs> watch Cliff, watch Clifford and Ponga put 38 on us. Nah, man, that's sick. <laughs> I love watching two guys oh. we get rid of absolutely towel us up. Oh, and Anari yeah. Tuala. Three guys yeah. we got rid of absolutely towel us up. That was sick. <laughs> yeah, rough. Very, very rough. Um, oh, yeah, KP, like I said, the kicking duties, he didn't have them. I'm not sure if that was because of his groin or if that's going to be longer term, but that's also something to keep in mind. Uh, if he doesn't have those kicking, um, he, if he doesn't do any of the conversions for the Knights to run home, that's losing, you know, six to ten points a game, depending on how many tries they score. So uh, something to keep in mind um, for him. Outside of that, uh, still call Pierce as a bit of a pod option. Hasn't been scoring as well as he started the season scoring, but I still predict that he'll do quite well. Uh, Clifford did take uh, a few kick meters from him, but not a ton. He's still scoring quite well, still, you know, providing for the team. Plenty of try assists um, from Pierce still. So he's not too bad, but he's probably in the same elk as Johnson. Um, not going to be probably the must-have halves, but definitely good to make a bit of cash and move on up with and probably upgrade later uh, on in this season, which is, you know, coming up really. You want to have your season, uh, your team for the season set by, you know, if not next round, the round after for the run home. So not too bad if you have Pierce. He's a decent pot option as well. Uh, look, outside of that from the Knights, Safidi uh, was has been pretty good of late. Uh, he, now that he's back from his injury as well, he should... Um, play pretty well in the front row as well. But I think the main one is Tyson Frizzell back in the squad, playing 80, hopefully again. He had a few rough scores uh, just before he got injured. He, I think he had two scores in the 40s. 
but hoping that he gets back to you know scoring those big you know 60 70 scores that he's capable of on an edge i don't know how quickly it'll come though you know the next this round might be a bit slow he might not get 80 but hopefully he gets back to that um in the next week or two and he could be a, a very good pod to have uh if you want someone a bit different from everyone else not a lot of people have frazel a lot of people traded him out after his injury so he's a decent pod to have and can score those those big points um i still have brayley i don't know about you do you still have brayley in your team hang on sorry oh, what i don't know what happened there yeah i've still got him mate uh, yeah you still got brayley yeah yeah i've still got um, him i so i'm i'm still a bit Mm, I don't really want to drop Braley, but he's getting to that point where I feel like I have to because he's not going back to those those well, scores. I'm, I've got one very good reason as to why why I just don't want to drop him. Well, why I can't drop him is because I don't have any trades. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's well, not for me. <laughs> Braley, season long keeper. If you want yeah, my opinion, season long keeper. Of course. Look, I, <laughs> I I still expect him to going back to scoring quite well. Like I. Just don't see why. I think now that the spine's together, I think that's the key. I yeah. think now that the spine's together, that's going to open up his running game and answer to stuff. Because when uh, when it was Kurt Mann and no one else, uh, they, there wasn't a lot of threats. So you know, you, you didn't you didn't really have any any focus taken away from Braley's running game. Now now there's going to be so many guys outside him taking the focus away. Braley's all of a sudden going to have a running game back. So I'm I'm very very excited for for Braley over the next little bit. Now that KP's back, Frizz is back, all that sort of jazz. So for mine, yeah. I, I, I would be talking myself into Braley rather than talking myself out of it. Yeah, look, gee, I hope so. He's been very average over the last couple of rounds. Um, this I know it's against the Storm, but this game might be a make or break for me. I might be trading him if oh, he has Oh, actually, yeah. No, that, yes. The, Melbourne in Melbourne is going to be a, yeah, no. Yeah, bit of a toughie. But, Doesn't um, matter who you are. Yeah. The other one, yeah, Brayley, big question marks there. If you have still got him, um, I'm going to hold him and hope that he comes good. Connor Watson is another one. Now that they've got Frizzell back, they've got Barnett at lock, and they've got Fitzgibbon taking that edge spot, I don't know how many minutes Watson's going to get. They've got their back uh, their back rowers and lock set, the Knights, so I don't really see Watson getting huge, huge amounts of minutes in this team anymore. Um, Especially when you've got like Brody Jones and Clemmer on the bench that'll be taking big minutes in the middle of the park, or Brody Jones on an edge and Clemmer up front. Like the only and Fitzgibbon and Frizzell play eighty themselves. I just don't see a lot of minutes here for Connor Watson. So he might be, depending on what happens in this game, a bit of a sell. Um, yeah. He's probably got to get at least uh, fifty-five to sixty minutes to stay viable. Like he he definitely needs fifty minutes, but if he can get a bit more than that. Um, that's ideal, but yeah, unless he gets those minutes, I think he might be a sell next week. Yeah, no, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree, and it breaks my heart to say it because I love yeah. that man more than anyone's ever loved another man. That's <laughs> we know. It's uh, gee whiz, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be a tough old hold. So yeah, for mine, that's yeah, it's sell city. Very tough. Um, also, I guess in this Knights team as well, Dominic Young, he's got a break even of negative four. Looks like a decent cash out option. And yep. doesn't score too badly on the wing there for the Knights, as long as he's in the points and the Knights are playing well. Um, but yeah. still a bit of a risk if you're not planning on... And if you don't Melbourne have enough too. trades. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So if you don't have enough trades to, you know, pick him up and then maybe trade him again in a couple of weeks after he makes a bit of cash, he's probably not the best option to go as a cash out. Um, prefer Xavier Savage for that. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm happy to talk about. Well, I'm happy to take on the easiest job in the world, and that's talk about the Melbourne Storm. 
yep. they're all really really good feel free to pick them up if you want to no um uh nico hines is probably he's Again, Papi could be out for one more week, could be out for another three weeks. We don't know. So Nico Hines, for me, he's going to be a straight swap to Papi when he comes back. So just keep riding the way with Nico uh, until Papi's back. Um, again, we've got a few pending here, but Jerome Hughes for mine is, is awesome. He's legit. If you can get him in, get him in. Um, but, you know, it's, it's kind of an awkward one given, uh, given his price tag. But uh, if you can get him, go get him. Uh, Cam Munster for mine... Uh, Again, pending origin availability, not a horrendous shout, but uh, uh, for the price tag and and only getting you know mid to high forties, the odd fifty here if he gets a try, that's kind of it for mine. Uh, but that's probably it from this Melbourne team. Brandon Smith again, he keeps he keeps performing, but uh, when Harry Grant comes back, who knows? But uh, he was still scoring well when Grant was in the team. So for mine, Brandon Smith, if if you've got him, he I I'm almost I'm 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 in his camp, I reckon. What do you think? Uh, he's actually been coming down a bit, uh, Brendan Smith, in the last couple of weeks. He's scored a try every week for the last five weeks, but the last yep. two games he's played, he hasn't scored above 60, which still doesn't sound like a lot, but you take away those tries out of dummy half when the Yeah, the fair enough. Um, maybe I'm just looking at the raw number too much. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Yeah, look, look, that's fair. All right. Well, well, let's say, let's say until such time as Harry Grant's back in the side, Brendan Smith's not too bad. I'd say he's still a hold. Like, if you've yeah. got him, he's still a hold. But, uh, yeah. yeah big question marks um, over the next couple of weeks when Grant's back and they're trying to shore up their team for the finals. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, that's pretty much it from this Melbourne team. They kind of speak for themselves here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, beauty. Um, cool. I'm just going to move on to the next game now, which is the Warriors and the Panthers. Um, have I got that right? Yes, I do. Warriors and Panthers. Uh, Josh Curran named on the interchange, uh, and you and I can obviously, they completed their quarantine. You and I can only on the extended bench. Um, um, I believe otherwise that's pretty much it. There's a few question marks as well, given that uh, Chetty Townsend's been named an extended bench, so has Tohu, so that's kind of pending their availability. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what the uh, what the shakeup looks like if they're fit. Uh, for the Panthers, Dylan Edwards, uh, named to return. Charlie Staines goes back to the wing. Uh, Brent Naden into the centers. Uh, Burton uh is playing five eight, given that Jerome Luai's out. Uh, Tyrone May named at seven. Uh, Toto, Yo, Capewell, and Liam Martin all uh, all been named to back up from Origin three, but pretty sure they were all named last Origin as well. And, uh, sorry, Origin one, and none of them backed up. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, that's yeah, that's that's the mail, mate. Far away. Yeah, very interesting to see that Tohu Harris has been named. Um, basically, what two weeks after he did his shoulder and got yeah. concussed quite heavily. Very interesting to see him on the reserves. Probably won't expect him to be back this round, but if you held on to him, that's very good news. Probably a good chance of next week and definitely the week after. So um, very good news for people that held on to Harris and didn't trade him out hurriedly. He's yeah going to come back to be playing 80s for the playing playing 80 minutes for the Warriors and scoring you know easily a 60 every week if not 70s. So uh, good news for Harris. Outside of that, this team for the Warriors is pretty much set in terms of scoring potential, I think. Um, Wade Egan looks very consistent over the last couple of weeks, scoring around that 60 mark and playing 80 minutes every week. So he's going to be a very good option for the run home. Still 
uh, quite cheap as well for a 60-plus scorer uh, at 664K. I, I say cheap, but cheap for his scoring potential. To be fair, I like that. No, I, I, I like the cheap price tag, to be honest. I, I yeah, agree. He's, yeah, he's looking quite good. He's, he's average for the season is around the 50 mark, but yeah, his, pro, his scores in the last few weeks are around the 60-70, so he's a very good option. Um, for the run home, if you the don't base have stats are nice. him, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's he can jag stats. a try too. So yeah, he has. Mine, he has been pretty. I, good yeah, he's low key not bad. Yeah, a few tries this year. So yeah, I look, I I, I like him. I hundred percent. He's sneaky around the rock. So yeah, I I like that shout. Great shout. Yeah, so he's uh, looking the goods. Uh, Reese Walsh as well, um, getting plenty of kick meters, like we were saying before, looking very threatening in attack and gets his hands on the ball quite often. So also another too. good option. Yeah, and the goal kicking. Like there's, he's the whole package really there for the Warriors. Uh, Jazz yeah. Devung has been quite good, but I expect that scoring to stop once um, so Toby Harris is back in the yeah. team. So yeah, wouldn't be holding my breath on having Tavanga. So probably a no-go. Um, but yeah, you want to run us through the Panthers? Yeah, look, a few question marks uh, in this Panther squad. Look, everyone should back up given the amount of time they've got for the turnaround. But uh, look, I'm not, I'm not going to say that they definitely will because we all thought they'd probably back up after Origin One, but they just didn't, and we're obviously further into the season now. So I'm not holding my breath on them. But um, look, Burton at six is interesting because he's actually going to be playing in the halves now, not just named there and shifted to centre. So I really, really like Matt Burton this week. Uh, Dylan Edwards is back. I'm a Dylan Edwards owner for some reason. I never got rid of him. Um, so I'm I'm happy Dylan Edwards is back, stains back to the wing and is yuck no matter where you put him. Um, Stephen Crichton for mine, he's getting, he's he's sell city as well, to be completely honest, if you've still got him. Um, yeah, good, good call, Lockie. That's not too bad. Stephen yeah, Crichton. Yeah, give him props. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Any of those. Yeah, gee whiz. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he. Yeah, for me, for me, he's a big old sell. If you if you've yeah. got him, uh, again, it's just going to be pending these origin, this origin availability. I'll talk as though they are playing. Um, Coruscant named at night. I can't see him playing eighty if he plays, uh, and with Mitch Kenny named in the team, obviously as well. So for me, he's a danger. Uh, Isaiah Yo, um, he'll keep doing his thing as per usual. You can almost put the house on him being able to score a 60, assuming he plays. And Toto's going to do ridiculous things, break a bajillion tackles and score a try or two as well. Um, uh, just on The question just mark on, will be this halves pairing, though. Yeah, but just on Coruscant, um, mm. what you were just saying there, he even with Mitch Kenny, he still played 80. Uh, yeah. So that's a pretty interesting one. Could see him... Scoring quite well for the run home, but yeah, like you said, there's always that risk that he does come off and they rest him if they're like, you know, 30, 40 points ahead. What's the point yeah. of risking him? I think but this yeah. week will be a bigger risk than anything else purely because he'll probably he'll probably play 20 minutes or so in Origin, right? Like they might get him on for what, 15 or 20, depending on how much New South Wales thumped Queensland by. Yeah, he was on the bench, wasn't he? He wasn't yeah, even he's on na- the bench. Yeah, he's named 14, so he will play. Um, yeah. So it'll just depending be a matter of minutes. how much. Yeah, yeah. Just matter- so I reckon if he plays sort of more than 15, 20 minutes in origin, I reckon he won't play 80 uh, if he plays at all on, uh, on the Panthers, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, yeah. The, like you said, the halves pairing, Burton and May. Uh, May's be been wary of. quite well. Um, mm. But yeah, Burton still looks rock solid until Cleary's back and then who knows. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Luai comes back too. Whether Burton holds the the six spot or whether they stick with Tyrone May at seven and Luai at six, like they did against Parramatta. Yeah. Um, if that happens, I I've got Burton currently. I think he's a sell. If they, I think so too. I was going to say that. I think so too. Yeah. 
it looks like they're favoring May being the controlling half when Burton has historically played so well in the halves. Yeah, the team quite well. Got a beautiful kicking game. I, I, I don't understand. It's it, look. Admittedly, they did somehow by some miracle get the Chockies against Penrith. Uh, again, sorry, Parramatta. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it yeah, for me it, it boggles the mind a little bit. I assume it's because um, he's going to the dogs, right? Makes I sense. would have, I would have thought so. <laughs> anyway, uh, and it's to the detriment of the the um, Panthers outside man, so it's even probably more reason to get rid of Crichton and guys like that because the the transition yeah. of the ball just isn't clean. Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get on to what have we got next? We've got the Tigers and Broncos uh, again. Payne Haas, Xavier Coates, and Thomas Flegler. Again, origin duties, more than likely they'll be playing, though, again, with the with the big old turnaround. Uh, uh, Kobe Hetherington retains the number 13 jersey. Um, Corey Pakes and Flager come on to the interchange with center Jesse Arthurs uh, and Bully Moore dropping to the extended bench. Uh, Tyson Gamble, Brody Croft in the halves. Um, for the Tigers, um, this is big. Adam Dewey. Back into the six jersey. That's massive. Um, and I, I'm so sorry if I butchered the pronunciation, but uh, Feta Langer Pauga makes his debut nice. in the centers. I, I'm not too sure if I've mucked that up. I'm so sorry if I have. It's Junior uh, Pauga. <laughs> it's easier. Oh, yeah. Ju- okay. Junior Pauga uh, uh, makes his debut in the centers uh, and by only the interchange. Um, Stefano Utukomanu, uh starts along with Thomas McKayley. Um, Alex Swal to the bench. Oh my goodness! Alex Safast drops out to the reserves. Oh, Huge changes in Tigerland, mate. Ripping. Lockie would be screaming right oh, now. Honestly, name on the bench, mate. Oh, that's huge. He's. Uh, I guess Madge. He's not on doesn't... the pod. He's, he's been in tears ever since four p.m. this afternoon. He hasn't stopped crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, that's that's crazy. I think he's been rock solid through the middle. Not a lot of missed tackles and. I don't see why Madge is... He's suffering because Madge's decisions have just... Yeah, really hurt his scoring. So that's unfortunate for 12 owners. He's definitely a sell if you've still got him. The fact that he's moved to the interchange probably won't be getting many minutes from there, unfortunately. So get rid of him. Uh, the big one here is Dewey moving to halfback. That's uh, huge. That's huge. I, I honestly rate him at halfback. He gets his hands on the ball a lot more, has a lot more say. I think I said 5'8". Sorry, he's moved to 7, yeah. My bad. No, I think he has moved. No, I'm to six. No, no, six. Yeah, so he has moved. He's, he's moved to six. Yeah, he's moved yeah. to six. So I, six. I actually quite, I rate him highly he's when he's in the halves. He he does a lot more work, and I think um, Luke Brooks is going to be more the the long kicking, or the sorry, the short kicking player, and Dewey's going to be doing a lot more of the long kicking. So he could get a lot more kick meters, yeah, uh, Dewey, and that's only bombs, right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's only going to increase his score. So he, when he was playing in the halves, he was averaging around the 55 mark. And since he's moved to center, yes, he's had some big scores, but his average has dropped to around 42. So he looks uh, quite solid in the halves. And because of those increased kick meters, uh, he's getting a lot more consistent points. So I uh, can see a reason to bring in Dewey at 540k. He looks like he's only going to do, do bits from there. But at the same time, plays for the Tigers. So bit hard to make a decision there, but if you're looking for a decent pod that's going to score well and you're, you're thinking he might be carrying the Tigers a bit, he's a, a decent one to, to go for. But he's probably the only one I'd really look at in this I Tigers so outfit too. at the moment. There's no... 100%. 100%. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not brave enough to throw up a, a single other name, to be completely honest with you. 
Um, and it's yeah, almost obviously. a very, very, very similar story with the Bronx. Oh, uh, I don't know. There's a few, few there, big ones here. I say, there's a couple that I, I'd look at, uh, but again, treading very carefully. Payne Haas for me, uh, I love. So if you if you've got the cash, Payne Haas for me is the big one. Um, uh, Tessie New playing fullback again. He's still cheap, right? And if he keeps that spot, he's not a bad little center option. Um, again, cheap, horses, yeah. yeah, horses for courses. Uh, and Katoni Stacks, uh, assuming he plays and gets through uh, uninjured, again, another good center pod there, right? I have Stags on my wish list this week. Yep. He is probably the the best pod in the centers to go for. He's priced at around what he's going to score at, you know, the mid-40s. And I, I feel like he came back from injury, and the one game he played, two line breaks, a try assist, and four tackle busts, he is damaging on that. Uh, in that center spot. So Agreed. Um, if he's going to be playing like that for the rest of the season and still recovering from obviously his injury, but um, he's going to get better and better every week that he's on the park. He is a glass cannon though. So he'll go big, but he could definitely get injured. So you take the risk with the reward there in Katoni Stags. Yep. Agreed. Um, but yeah, those those are kind of the guys from the Broncos for mine. I just, I'm not willing to, to pull the trigger and say yes, absolutely on anyone other than Payne Haas. Yeah. I think that's uh, fair. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on from that game? It's kind of a, again, kind of a, a yucky old, fun, you know, kind of game there. Short, sharp, easy. Yep, agreed. <laughs> um, dogs and uh, and rabbits. Few few fantasy relevant ones here to to talk through. Uh, for the rabbits again, few stars out potentially with Origin backup, but I again, given that it's a late Sunday game, you'd assume they'd play. Uh, Latrell, Cameron Murray, Damien Cook, and Dan Gagai. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Blake Taft, Burns, uh, and Pete Mamazellis would be the ones that would come in, same as the guys who tore apart the chaos last week. Um, uh, Tony Milne, Liam Knight got through the judiciary, took early pleas. They'll be playing. Uh, for the Dogs, Avisi Manafangai returns from a one-game suspension uh, in place of Ofahiki Ogden. Um, and that's the only change to the 17 uh, that played against the Roosters and got so close to beating the Roosters. Um, so, so mate, they played so yeah, well. I know, buddy. And you know, you know what I've just been thinking about? It's a sign of respect. Sammy Walker not wanting to risk a, a kick and giving the Bulldogs 20 yeah. seconds. Bit, a bit of a sign of respect, right? Yeah, that's that's very surprising because normally people would just punish the dogs. In yeah, that situation. yeah, it's kind of like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm kicking the field, I'm risking the field goal. Yeah. They actually, yeah, they actually played like that with that grit that the dogs are known for. You know, yeah. the determination to try to yeah. actually pull out a win. Really um, nice to see. Yeah, very surprising. Which is, I guess, why they stuck with uh, Lachlan Lewis again this week. Yeah, um, that could be the speaking, that's going to be the pairing going forward, right? Talk me through it. It looks like it. Yeah, Lewis Navarillo in the halves. Uh, Lewis did quite well, scored two tries, a ton of kick meters. Uh, looks quite good for the dogs, not so much in fantasy, but, geez, those scores are killing Avarillo. Uh Last week, he only managed, uh, I think, 180, 200 kick meters. So yeah. Lewis taking a lot of the kicking away from Avarillo, and that with that goes, you know, 15, 20 points that Avarillo would normally get. So his scores have been quite low over the last couple of weeks, and I expect that to be the case again against the Rabbitohs here. He that kicking game that he has, um, even though it's not the greatest, it gets him the points. So I don't see him getting those big scores that we know him for unless he gets a ton of attacking stats, Avarillo. So he's yep. uh probably on the chopping block for for the run home at the moment. Uh I'm interested to see how he goes against the Rabbitohs, but another 30 odd score will see him, you know, get the chop. And uh if you have him, he could all already be sold as well, I reckon. He's that um 
he's at that point where he's going to start to lose cash. So if you need to upgrade and some him, pathways for him as well, given exactly. the amount of money he's made. Yep. So he's he's worth uh, what I think he said around over six hundred. Yeah, yeah. Six seven. There you go. Six seven. Gee whiz. That's yeah, huge. that's that's a lot of money to play with. Yeah, that's enough for a big mid um, in your squad. So, yeah, yeah, he's at that point where you could definitely sell him if you don't see him getting back to his potential scoring. Uh, but You see a lot yeah. of doors, to be honest. Yeah, I think even if he could score well, I think he's... It's safe to say that his time has come. I think he's made plenty, plenty of cash for everyone. He's got a break-even of 82. It's going to come down again this week most likely he's not going to get close get someone to bankable against the rabbits yeah get yeah. someone like you like you said Payne Haas big big upgrade looks the goods um and is more consistent in his scoring uh, especially as a mid you probably want to be trading to a mid unless you really desperately need another center I'd say most people are probably aiming to only have two centers for the run home but that leaves you again um a bit worried about injuries uh, but yeah, I guess most people are trying to look for the makeup of their teams, and I just don't see Avarillo as being in probably your your final seventeen with uh, Lockwood Lewis you. in the squad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but outside of that, uh, Bulldogs team, Josh Jackson and Luke Thompson still look quite consistent and solid. Jackson moving to an edge against the Rabbitohs mm. is worrying. He's yeah. a lot better when he's playing lock in the middle of the park, getting the tackles that he needs. Um, hopefully he gets a few more running meters, but that's not how he gets his scores. He generally gets them from a lot of tackles through the middle. So a yeah, bit worrying for him. Dirty if you... stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a bit worrying if you picked him up last week like I did. He could have a sub-pass score this week, but I still think he's worth a hold this week anyway to see what happens on an edge. Um, but Luke Thompson still uh, come came back to scoring quite well last week, and hopefully he keeps those scores up if you've still got him in your team. Um, yep. But yeah, Bermo, talk us through the Rabbits. Um, look, I don't have sort of heaps to go through other than just talking on that Avrilo pathway. Dan Gagai is a, seems to be a linear sort of transition for mine. That's one that sticks out to me as a potential option if, you, if you're looking to get rid of Avrilo and you need a centre. Dan Gagai for mine, consistently consistent, you know, handles business. Uh, Adam Reynolds coming off a nice score last week. Hopefully he continues that up. He, he should have a lot of points on the board this week. No disrespect to the Dogs. They, they put in a good shift last week, but uh, there could be a, a decent score on for the, for the, for the South halves, to be completely honest. And they'll show the Blues what they were missing by not picking them, I reckon. I reckon that could be a yeah. little psychological in there. Um, Damien Cook, again, assuming he gets through, uh, he gets through, Orange, uh, through Origin, again, there could be a big score on offer for him against the Dogs. It depends what Dogs team turns up. Basically, every outside back and 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 the and the spine for the for the for the bunnies could score massive here against the dogs. So, um, they obviously did put in a better shift last week, the dogs. But uh, there there could be some big scores on offer for mine for pretty much everyone through the team. What do you think? Yeah, I could see that being the case here against the dogs. Uh, even though they played quite well against the roosters, uh, the rabbitos are just another beast when they're in. Yeah, form, especially with Latrell and swinging to that Gagai Johnston Johnston edge. They're yeah, they're absolutely damaging so and johnston's can... chasing that try scoring title as well so absolutely he, he could he's, be he's hat trick every week yeah. bankable yeah basically that yeah. edge johnston gagai they're both really good options i'd say gagai's probably a better one just because he gets the, his hands on the ball a bit more often and johnston relies on more you know tries i guess to yeah get scores, actual but... finishing yeah yeah they yeah, yeah. the rabbitos have got points in them and yeah they're going to be doing that for the rest of the season so uh yeah like you were saying gagai is definitely a good option and cody walker and adam reynolds going to go big this week against the dogs it looks like tiny mill's going to hold that wing spot doesn't look like josh mansell is going to win that spot back tiny mill can keep scoring tries for fun and keeps impressing so for mine i think he's got that spot locked down too 
Yeah, pretty crazy that they brought in um, Mansour and then they just he's, he's played like three games or four games this season. Yeah. He's just been yeah, out. Yeah, so... a little injury. And then Tane Milne, been absolutely, yeah. absolutely flying since he's coming to the side. So if it ain't broke, I guess. Yeah, shows you how good Milne's been to hold him out of that spot. So um, good on him. He, he yeah. played as a centre, I'm pretty sure, for yeah. the Dragons most of his career so far. Yeah, he, he, and then he comes onto the wing. And I, sp- I suppose it's what it, you know, going onto an edge, playing outside, you know, Reynolds and Walker and Luttrell yeah. and all sort of stuff. It shows what that can do. Yeah, new, absolutely. Like, new lease on life for the young man. So he's doing very, very well. So I reckon he keeps that spot. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's- that's kind of it for the bunnies again, pending pending that sort of uh, origin availability, which I expect everyone to be. Usual suspects should go B. I, I can see massive scores from from Latrell and the uh, and the bunny spine in Walker, Reynolds, and Cook. So, um, yeah, for mine that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, I think so. I think Murray's also going to play quite well through the middle, um, assuming he does back up from origin, which I'm I'm pretty sure. Oh, Murray's the, no, Murray's a big one. Yeah, he he could have a field day as well. Yeah, through the middle of the park, he does tend to score. He's very good in defence, but he does, uh, on his day, get a lot of attacking stats through the middle for the Bunnies. So, yeah, he's he's another really good option because a lot of people sold him, including myself, when he got injured. So, for the run home, he's not overly owned. I mean, still owned by 10% of teams, but not crazy owned, like your, your Fafitas and your, you know, uh, other middles like your Tamalolo. Yeah. Um, and Papali, you know, those kind of plays. Yeah. No, yeah, you use your suspects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mate, that's it for the actual games now. I've got some uh, got some questions for you, though, if you wouldn't mind answering them. Yeah, let's go. Uh, captaincy options this week. Who are you looking at? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I think the just not having Nathan Cleary, it makes you think kind of every week uh, when you don't yeah, have him. Yeah, you kind of got to go matchup based, right? Yeah, I think um, Isaiah Papali'i is the obvious one that comes to mind. Uh, Titans leaking points, Parramatta scoring plenty of points, Papali'i playing close to 80, um, very attacking edge forward. So uh, he could be on for a big one. Generally, um, I think the front rowers normally historically score quite well against the Titans just because they give a lot of metres down the middle of the park, but Papali does uh, share time in the middle and on edge, so I could see him getting plenty of metres, plenty of tackle busts as well. So uh, Isaiah Papali is probably my number one captaincy option. Uh, David Fafida could play well, but Parramatta's defence has been quite good. They don't tend to leak tons of points. Um, so, you know, those points where David Fafita scores a bunch of tries um, won't be common against Parramatta. I think they're averaging about 22 or 21 points a game, Para. So David Fafita probably won't be on for a huge score, but still um, should get plenty of tackle busts, um, I'd imagine. Uh, that's my two biggest ones. If Turbo plays, could see him on for a very big one yep. against this under understaffed Dragons team as well. Uh, could be could get three tries and plenty of meters as well. So he could be another captaincy option, I'd say. They're probably my three big ones. I, I've got two to throw at you, and I want to get your thoughts. One is uh, is Payne Haas. Um, I just think he's in really, really good form. I think the Tigers are soft as, as you know, baby's backsides through the middle. Um, and he's play, there's been a lot of talk in the media about his 10-year, $10, $10 million contract. Oh, I reckon, yeah. he, I reckon he wants to play up to that, to be completely honest, after all that's come out in the media. I reckon well, off no the back of a good in the middle for the yeah. for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Plenty so of for for mine, I I think Payne Haas could be a, a big old option. Um, and yep. it's at home in Suncorp coming off a big game last week, and he he played beautifully last week. So I just think he could be confidence could be sky high, and he could go big. Um, yep. The other one for me that I want to throw at you as well is it's a little bit out of left field, but Jerome Hughes. Um, again, it's 
it's very, very potty-ish, but I just think against a, a Knights team that you just don't know what you're going to get, uh, an inform, a ridiculously informed Melbourne team, lots of points on offer normally from the Knights, to be honest. Um, so yeah, so th- those those would be my two little little, little potty ish to try and uh, try and make up some spots, I guess. Jerome Hughes, yeah, very potty. I'd I'd prefer Haas. I think if you line I up, I think so too. If you line up, um, I guess Jerome Hughes could still go big this week. But if you line up, um, Jerome Hughes playing in the Storm team, and which is what I did recently, and um, Puppel, uh, Puppley, Pappenhausen playing in the Storm team. Uh, Pappenhausen's big scores come at the detriment to Jerome Hughes' scores. So that's one to keep an eye on for the run home as well. So yeah. I'm, um, I'm going week see... by week captaincy at this stage. I'm going yeah. matchup based. So that that's what my that's predictions fair. are based off. So that that's that's just predicated on, on Newcastle not really turning up and the Storm doing Storm things. I think that's fair, especially in Melbourne. Yeah. Hughes could put on a big one, but uh, long term, I think Hughes could be could come down in terms of scores uh, in the future with uh, Pappenhausen coming back into the team. You, but you give me a perfect segue here, um, just uh, just on that. Uh, my yeah. next question, if you if you're ready for me to throw it at you, yeah. Uh, what to do with little Papi? My second and final question: What to do with little Papi? What do you reckon? If I mean, if you still have him. Um, he's definitely a hold. He's only a week or two away now, so hold on to him. But if you don't have him in your team, I think he's going to be a must-have for the run home, just predicated on his form for the for the opening um, rounds. He he can score tries and he kicks goals. He line breaks everywhere. Like he he scores points for fun. Um, he had nearly the highest score in fantasy in round four against the the Broncos, and he could easily score you know, 100-plus again um, against a Dogs team or a Dragons or someone like that. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be a must-have if you don't have him for the run home once he comes back into this squad. And like you were saying, Heinz to Pappenhausen, perfect trade for when they when he yep. comes back into the team and when they make that change. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Love that. Um, yeah, no, that that's exactly my sentiments, mate. Great minds think alike. I love it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, got, I got one more question for you. Have Let's you go. got... A buy, a sell, and a hold. Oh, We're in the business end, mate. We're in the business end. We're, we're looking for trade secrets here. What is Mr. Top 200 doing? Uh, I think you're right on the money in terms of the Haas buy. He is my buy of the week, I think. Um, he will back up from Origin playing on the Sunday, most likely. And, yeah, I expect him to go big against the Tigers, who are leaking plenty of points at the moment. And like you said, that deal as well in the background, he would want to perform to prove that he can be um, the Broncos' long-term prop um, for them. Uh, I also do like Murray and Mahoney as a decent buy this week. Oh, uh, Reed Mahoney back in the That's a good board. shout. I, I like that. Yeah, I don't know if Lussick or Will Smith will be taking minutes off him, just being on the reserves, but I think you can wait up until the teams are named at 5 o'clock on Friday to see um, if they'll get named on the interchange. Yep. If they don't, he's a great buy, most likely going to be playing 80. Uh, and Murray, just he's going to be consistent as ever. Decent pod in the middle for the Bunnies, and they're going to be fighting to you know, make, uh, make their way up the ladder and try to finish in a top four spot as well. So, uh, yeah, I could see that one. Um, and against the dogs too this week. Exactly. So there's, yeah. there's, yeah, they, they, they've actually got a relatively soft sort of run home. The bunnies, I believe. So for mine, I, I don't reckon it's a bad pickup at all. I reckon that's a, that's a nice share. They got the warriors the week after. Then they've got the top. Uh, then they've got, then they got the dragons. That oh, then they got a tough one against Para. But then they got yeah, the but... titans and and the panthers without Cleary. 
So, so you've got to think of the the kind of what they're fighting for, right? So yeah. Storm and Panthers have locked down one and two, most likely. Yeah. But Rabideau's, yeah. Para and Manly, they're probably fighting for that yeah. third or fourth spot. It, it gives you safety in the finals. So 100%. they're going to be wanting to win. They're going to be wanting to score points. And Yeah, I yeah. love that shout. With with that soft draw that I just mentioned, the next three yeah. weeks especially with the Warriors, Dragons and the Dogs this week, there could be a lot of points on offer from pretty much the Bunnies' main men. So I like that shout. Absolutely. Yeah, big fan. Um, mate, that's all oh, I... Oh, sorry, I Joe, have you... Mate, you that's just a... the buys. So that's just the buys. <laughs> that's just the buys. Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. Sells and holds. Sells and holds. Hit me. Yeah, so I... Even though I was talking Avrilo being a sell, I think he deserves probably one more week to see if he can prove that he can hold his scores a bit. Um, it's going to be very tough against the Bunnies, but... I'm hoping that he can get back to scoring, you know, maybe a 40, 45 points. So I think he's a hold for one more week. He'll probably lose. If he scores around the 30s, he'll lose another 40, 50K. If you can't afford to lose that cash, feel free to sell him. But I'm going to say he's a hold for one more round just to see how he goes. Um, But my definite sell this week is probably Peachy. I think that is very worrying, the fact that he only got 20 minutes um, last round against the Raiders and... Holbrook didn't even put him on to see if he could and turn Tino the score. being named at lock too. Yeah, it's it's very worrying signs for him. So he's my sell. I like that. And and Avril as your hold, obviously. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I like that. No, I like that. I, I echo your sentiments in, in terms of pretty much everything there. I, there's nothing I'd change. Love it. Love that. Yeah, what Beauty. up, mate? Yeah, that's all I got, mate. That's it. Anything else you want to touch on? No, another TLT done and dusted. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hold my spot for for next round. Yeah, no, yeah, you'll get the you'll get the Guernsey. <laughs> Hope so. Congrats, mate. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, All right, cheers, brother. Well done. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our round eighteen review and round nineteen preview coming next week.